Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me, as always, are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. How is everyone doing? So average. <laughs> Incredibly, <laughs> Incredibly average. Like that. That's a t-shirt. That's an Imperial Senate t-shirt. Incredibly average. <laughs> the Imperial Senate podcast. Honest reviews. <laughs> I'm so tempted to. Uh, if you haven't seen this, guys, we got a reply to our tweet the other day where we did a pro trans uh, tweet featuring Din and the man uh, the, and Baby Yoda. And one of our replies was this very angry <laughs> review that I'm <sighs> tempted to put on a t shirt. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, oh, we just, Lord. We, we'd like to see passion from our fans. Yeah. <laughs> and haters. And haters. <laughs> Honestly, if that's what inspires the hatred, I'm pretty cool with it, you know? <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean, works for me. I mean, they're fucking idiots anyway, so it doesn't really bother me too much. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a good time. Yeah, uh, so the, we, the our beloved review says, you guys are honestly the reason why the Star Wars fandom is such a fucking mess. It's people like you who like to start drop. No, hang on, let me read this the way he's written it. It's people like you who too, who like to start drama online and twist people's words. You're all sick. Well, um, we won't say the ads because... I don't want to give attention to this person, um, but I promise we won't twist people words anymore. <laughs> when I he refuse. says "sick," does he mean like like sick. a ninety surfer kind of sick? Like, yeah, I think it, I think he is definitely going down the um, the business route of people in the early noughties who saw the nineties craze and were like, "We need to make everything cool. Everything has to have a skateboard. Everything has to have graffiti on it." Sick, bro. Oh, awesome, dude. So thank you for the compliment, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, all good, apart from that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So living in that perpetual state of half awake all the time. It's going great. <laughs> Claire's in a very good rhyming mood recently. I'm a poet, dude. And I won't finish the last half of that sentence. Food. Well, mm, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you. I'm, I'm kind of upset you did, uh, but I do like the get the guys, gals, and non-binary pals. That's a great line. That's like my absolute favorite. Like when I someone shared that on my Facebook feed, and I was like, "This is fabulous!" Along with. Sib from another crib instead of brother from another mother and sister from another mister. I'm obsessed. So you are all, everybody listening, you are my sibs from other cribs. And I love it. Sib from another crib. That is incredible. Isn't that awesome? I read that and I was just like, done. Gold medal. Gold medal to that person. 
language is incredible. I could do a whole bloody podcast about language and how just fun that is. So true. Um, yeah, this week's been a lot about rejecting people who are cruel and embracing the positive sides of those things that they've created. Uh, me and Nikki have had a really weird uh, reaction the other day to that game that came out. Uh, very stressful. It's like, yay, the game we've always wanted. Oh, it's made like it, it helps support a piece of shit. Mm, yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. But to be fair, like it's like the lowest complaint we can have. Like we're not being affected by it. Really, yeah. when our existence isn't being questioned by a random woman, so I think we can deal with it. But it is a shame and stuff like that. It's like people on Twitter who um say really stupid things. What like, that happens on there? Yeah, like sometimes it's like sort of cast members from <laughs> TV shows that we like. Yeah, <clears throat> it's uh oh disappointing. <laughs> Disappointing Twitter week for the most part. But shout out yeah. to everybody who's kind of rallied behind, oh, I don't know, being a good person and supporting people no matter whether they're different than you or not. It's kind of cool. Fascinating don't be concept. a dick. Really, it's amazing that what happens when you just let people live their lives how they want to and let them be their, their true selves. You, you're not allowed to have an opinion on that. Like, if that person says this is me, that's them. Congratulations. Your ability to have an opinion on the matter is done. We love you, non-binary, trans, friends, smooches. I think we've got to be really careful to be very apolitical for the podcast. Do you guys agree? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we got that out of the way. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Um, so my next point is that the right are terrible at making jokes. <laughs> they're <laughs> shit comedy. That's a fact. And <laughs> that's fact. Adding beep bop boop to your fucking name on Twitter is like the lowest form of zinger. And, <laughs> and the idea that it, it was just a, a a parody of people who do that or, or something that the excuse is made just to, to be a bat to make a bad joke. It's just like, holy well tunnel vision, what, what Batman. Do you, what do you want? If you want the applause of certain people on the internet, well done. There you go. Just admit it then. Why are you hiding behind some sort of, you know... I'm sort- actually against bullying, you fucking bully. <laughs> it's so lame. Like, in the bare, like, the bare bones of it. Of course it's cruel. Of course it's... Uh, cowardly in a sense but it's just very lame at its basic core it is the lowest form of humor it isn't funny it is basically pissing on the conversation that you had with your, your apparently your friend which you know yeah if I, I was pedro pascal if i was pedro pascal's friend no offense but i would do nothing to hurt his feelings ever truly yeah it's like just imagine Imagine having that conversation, if she had that conversation with him <laughs> properly, and then and then turning around and doing that, like, oh, what? <laughs> like, I don't know how you... you even think that's a remotely good idea. Like, can we, like, uh, can we talk about this for a moment? 
she cannot possibly be in The Mandalorian Season 3. Because can you imagine her walking on set with Pedro Pascal and Carl Weathers when she's talking about trans rights this way and when she's talking about how blue lives matter this way? (laughs) Could you imagine the awkwardness in that room? She cannot possibly be coming back for Season 3. Like, just from that standpoint. (laughs) It's like, like, Pedro Pascal's, like, sibling is non-binary yeah exactly this this is like a personal thing for him so like if and i'm pretty sure he's keeping up with what's going on or like he's aware like it's not like oh nobody knows what's going on on twitter pretty sure he's aware and uh yeah i'm i'm curious i'm curious what um conversations might have been had (laughs) i'm pretty sure carl weathers isn't aware (laughs) Oh, that, that, that makes sense. I, that I, I saw him quote tweet her, one of her tweets last night. And I was like, bless his heart. Like, there's no malice there. There's no like, I'm, I'm sure some people are like, Carl, don't you understand? And it's like, well, you have to remember that. <laughs> you know, sometimes people, agents might be doing the Twitter feeds or, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes just people just don't know about these things. We have to remember that Twitter is a weird ecosystem. Yeah. It really there, is. There's all sorts of weird things, even down to the, the you know hashtag algorithm <laughs> and you know there's all sorts of stuff that makes people not see things but the one that i took notice of was um john roca had this like thread blasting gina and then pedro pascal followed him yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah was a good I mean, one. yeah it's uh it's i mean certainly from a like just you know, the future of the show standpoint, that's really in like, I don't know. I mean, I'm intrigued what someone might have said to someone else, but you never know. I think the other thing is, um, don't put too much hope in the entertainment industry. <laughs> so true. That's one way of putting it. Yeah, that's true. I also did appreciate, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. This whole Someone did it. I can't remember who did it, so I do apologize. But someone, the, the Mando trailer came out. Someone took the screen grabs of the scene where Car is in it, and they've like manipulated it into four photos. So it's the first one is just normal, and then the second one is like a white background and her being dragged out, and it's literally the Simpsons meme. Car <laughs> 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 went back to her home planet and died, <laughs> <laughs> which has is. is Double pronged because one, it's a funny Simpsons parody, and two, we all know what Kara's home planet was, which made it <laughs> even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Also, oh, I just want to—I just want to pour one out to the people who uh, ended up buying that Mandalorian shirt on the Celebration store. Oh the, damn! Their, their big old face on it. Um, that's why I always <sighs> say, like I always say in life, choose right, choose Babu. <laughs> You've always said that. It's true. Well, my whole like, yeah, since since I was a child, I've been saying that. I remember in the cinema, <laughs> you were like, "Well, I'll be damned." <laughs> I think one of my uh, favorite things, one of my favorite Nikki comments ever, after people were bothering me about a certain scene from Mandalorian season one featuring a certain monkey lizard, which we will go into no more detail about. <laughs> I think Nikki's advice to me was something along the lines of, that's why you don't like any character that much. <laughs> and you don't make that known. 
<laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, too late now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you keep your thoughts to yeah. yourself, Claire. You'll yeah. never, be, never be sad. <laughs> I died a little that's bit inside. That's why you always leave a note. <laughs> Conceal, don't feel. Oh, gracious um, me. Yeah, but also, just to clarify, don't send any of that shit to Claire. Otherwise, I will murder you. you. Actually, no, you'll be instantly you. blocked. You'll be instantly blocked. You wouldn't From know life, you've been murdered. You'll be dead. And on Twitter. Yes. Exactly. You won't know what hit you, because I've blocked you already. Anyway, Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> so, Alden, Alden uh, from Octa Radio just has this tweet <laughs> of you and McGregor holding a little Obi-Wan Kenobi Lego curing and it's making my day. <laughs> oh, oh, Quick, also, we your- have to talk about it's Carrie Whitmer, her tweet. We have to talk about the caption because as somebody who is a connoisseur of cheese and meats and wine, um, the caption is Ewan McGregor isn't a snack, he's a charcuterie board and it's so real. <laughs> so real. Just the finest... Oh, truly. I definitely knew what that meant. Charcuterie's assorted meats. Assorted meats, like prosciutto, Genoa salami. Just Italian shit. (laughs) Thinly sliced Italian meat on a board. (laughs) It's sexy. And usually they Mm. pair it with a cheese plate. And they usually have some sort of crustinis. I'm sorry, I'm hungry now. (laughs) You're dribbling. Just a little Shibbling. bit, guys. Sorry, just give me a. Uh. <laughs> she's dri- she's actively dribbling on the mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> Claire's dream is that we turn into assorted Italian meats. <laughs> she can eat us. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever talked to Claire on the celebration floor and she her mind like sort of goes blank and her eyes go a little like misty, <laughs> she's, just <laughs> <turning>. <laughs> she's just turning you into meat. <laughs> Stop that. People are going to take that the wrong way, Nikki. <laughs> well, speaking of good food, uh, EA Star Wars released a CG short to promote Star Wars Squadrons titled Hunted, where a group of rebel X-Wing pilots are hunting down the remains of a TIE squadron after their defeat and abandonment by their tar- uh, TIE Star Destroyer. Did any of us watch it and what did we think? Then the answer is yes, right, to everyone. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was cool. <laughs> Claire, it you was, go first. It was beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. And I tried to look at it from the, okay, this is at best cutscene quality. Um, But I just, I would just, it was so freaking cool and suspenseful. And whoever put this together was just, just 10 out of 10. Absolutely beautiful. Um, and I, it was cool to look through the cockpits of the star fighters that we can play as. And, uh, yeah, I want a whole movie like this, to be honest, a whole pilots movie, turn alphabet squadron into a CG long instead of a short, do it. Get to it. Disney plus. That's right. (laughs) I want to see a long (laughs) <laughs> I want to see a long of this. <laughs> Such like an old timey fright. <laughs> We're going to go see one of the longs, the long <laughs> place. You mean a movie? Oh. A movie? Fair. 
Yes. <laughs> How about you, Nikki? Um. Yeah. No. I mean, are you asking about the show or the the short? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the CG. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No. It was amazing, and um, it gave us a a cool glimpse at a you know new character in the um in the game. I think uh, his name is Varko Gray. So that's going to be one of the Imperial characters, and yeah, no, it was just, I think, like, sort of Claire said, like, the people who put it together, it's awesome, and I think it was, like, a, like, a multi, like, a multi-collaborative thing, right, like, like, Motive worked on it, ILM worked on it, um, so, like, there was, like, it sort of went around all the, the fun houses of, of the Lucasfilm tree, and, um, yeah, it, I mean, it was just, it was just amazing to watch, and I love the, uh, War's over, imp. <laughs> the uh, sort of the generic bad guy voice, but for a Rebel Alliance pilot. Yeah, it, it's always interesting to see it like framed that way when um, you know we're so we're obviously so used to perceiving the um, Tie pilots as the sort of faceless villains. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's going to be really interesting, and I think you know getting these perspectives of you know imperial pilots who i guess are you know obviously fighting in the uh the bad guy place but aren't necessarily like driven, like motivated by evil i think that's going to be an interesting thing to uh to explore i love I think those while- point of views oh. I love every time we get an imperial point of view. It just always fills me with happiness. I love those stories. They're so interesting. It's also just kind of a good idea to look through the lens of different people from time to time. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I think what I appreciate the most about this clip was, even though it's really cool and looks amazing, the way it's structured is a really, really clever way of introducing core concepts of the actual gameplay into a CG short. Yes. So you see like the, the speeding element, you see the dogfighting element, you see the showing off your systems to maintain different power segments to, if you want to hide away. Like countermeasures. Yeah. The bit of the rocket uh, where they shoot, it shoots the proton torpedo and then he sort of, he sort of like hacks into it, which was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really clever way of like displaying all those different uh, sort of gameplay modes within this little short. Mm-hmm. I also feel like every time I watch a CG video game cutscene of a Star Wars sequence, it always um, makes me thirsty and hungry for a sort of, like you said, Claire, like a long-form story told using this. Particularly like the scene in this with the Star Destroyer and the amazing fleet sequence. And also the sequence in Battlefront 2 where the Executor uh, flies into the Death Star 2. It just reminds me of how great that whole sequence is, and how it, how good it looks in terms of like obviously ILM and the animation department. The ships we see in the films are obviously animated themselves, so it sort of helps bridge the imagination element of my mind a bit more. I would love to see. I know you said about like Alphabet Squadron, but I personally love to see Lost Stars in this format. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that. Do that. <laughs> like, you know, like the way you, you can, you see scenes from the films that we've already seen, but from a different viewpoint, like that scene in Battlefront 2 where we see the execute, the execute, the executor crash into the, um, Death Star 2, but from a different angle and seeing it from someone yes. else's perspective is so cool. And there's a lot of moments in Lost Stars like that, like obviously Aldron being destroyed, uh, the Battle of Hoth. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good sort of long form series or yeah, movie. I mean, that's, that's like the whole premise of the story, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so good. One yeah. of my also, also favourite things was watching the reaction videos to this CG short. My favorite was from Kessel Run Transmissions. <laughs> so it was Corey, Noah, and Ross. And throughout the entire video, they misheard the name and were laughing and making jokes. And I was like cringing, but in a happy way. You know, like when you like see your siblings make a mistake, but it's kind of funny. They all thought the guy's name was Greg. It is. His name's Greg. I'm like, oh no, guys. That's the most Star Wars name I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) They're like, that's a weird name. I was like, his name is not Greg. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) Just imagine, like, like, sitting there. You're sitting there making this game, and you're like, it's time, people. It's it's time for Greg to come into Star Wars. Also, Chad. Darth <laughs> I just like the idea, the idea of this Imperial Greg. <laughs> I love it. He- oh, good to be Greg. <laughs> oh. Oh. But and also, styles.com uh, and uh, the databank uh, confirmed that uh, Grey is a gay character. Woo! Which, of course, we have a problem with because. Um, there's no gays in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, obviously, it's awesome. And it's fun to see, like, uh, different, uh, b- like, sexualities on different both sides of the of the war and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not saying, <laughs> obviously, all gay people are Imperials. Nope, not the case. But it is nice to see a more diverse Star Wars galaxy. Even if it's not just two seconds on a movie screen. Exactly. And Good if we get Greg. to play as and with this character. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we do get to play as him. Or at least he's a major character in the game. But he's, he's the head like of your the squadron leader. Yeah. The Empire, um, portion. So I think, yeah, like we'll always play as like our character. I think. But um, but yeah, I assume we'll be like at least flying next to them, or you know, taking orders and whatnot. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really awesome, and it's really not not that far away. Like, it's uh, it really it's just, isn't. It's just sneaking up on us. It's like a couple weeks or something. I think exactly like two weeks from today. So that's gonna be. Pretty awesome when that comes out. Oh yeah, uh, with with Gray as well on Battlefront Two. Uh, do you know who's playing him? No, 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 no. I missed that. Uh, Noshid Dalal, who is in one of my favorite games of all time, Red Dead Redemption Two. Hey, he was Charles Smith. 
Have you played Red Dead Redemption 2? I have no. not. Oh. But everybody who has played it is just like hyped has hyped it up so so high. So one day I'll get around to it. Haven't even played Jedi Fallen Order, so probably should do that too. One, how dare you? Two, how dare you? I know. And three, yeah, Charles is one of my favorite characters from that game, and the like. She did a really incredible job. So when I saw that he was playing Gray, I was like, obviously this is going to be an incredible character. And he's like probably not even going to be one of the most major parts of the game, although he might be. It's like we get people like him and Wedge and Tilly's doing a really weird accent. I'm in. You you sold me. We are blessed. Uh, yeah, following up on that, uh, Liam Neeson gave some always needed love to the Phantom Menace this week when he appeared on Andy Cohen's Sirius XM radio show. And this is what he said. <clears throat> I know a lot of fans and critics didn't like it. And my lovely friend Ahmed Best, who played George Arbinks, came in for a lot, a lot of criticism, to the point where it really hurt his career, Neeson said. And I have to say, when I was making the film... He was probably one of the funniest guys and talented guys I've ever worked with. I remember calling my old ex-agent at ICM and I said, I think I just worked with the new Eddie Murphy. I still believe that. Uh, Leeson uh, starred as Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn in The Phantom Menace and said he remains very proud of the film. Adding, I got to be a Jedi. Got to play with those wonderful lightsabers and stuff. (laughs) It was terrific. It really was. I like the movie. I'm proud of it. I'm proud to have been part of it. Hearing it in your Liam Neeson <laughs> voice is so much better. Those wonderful lightsabers and stuff. Oh, my heart. My heart. I love the idea of, like, you could ask him to do anything and he'll turn up. That's quite gone. <laughs> when you do a subway advert, I'll do it. This made I'll me do really it with happy. those wonderful lightsabers and stuff. Goodness He's got a high amount of lightsabers and stuff in his blood. <laughs> uh, sorry, Nikki, you were saying? Oh yeah, no, I was, I was just saying this. This whole affair made me very happy, and um, I guess just like from like Phantom Menace is my favorite of the prequels, and it's just nice to know that my like favorite character in the prequel <laughs> is also like. You know, he holds it in high. It's It seems like, you know, even 10, 15 years ago, it feels like if you were to ask anyone about this experience, they'd be like, oh, what? I wasn't in that. <laughs> and uh, so it's just nice to see someone say they're very proud of what they did and they had a good time. And and any Ahmed best love is is fucking amazing. That's some, that's some pretty high Ahmed best praise there, too. And, Man, and he I was think, making George Lucas laugh. He was making a literal stone gargoyle laugh. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's he's not a stone gargoyle, but I mean, even now you just watch watch him do anything, and like you can just see that that you know purest essence of of entertainer and mind your business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's. <laughs> True, true gift. That video is amazing. That's the best video. <laughs> oh man, my job is I think it reflect. I think what you said, Nikki, is true. Like if people asked about the films, they'd joke about it. 
But I think after the 10 year mark, there was just something. And I think it's like how they felt deep, deep down, quite frankly. And they just mm. felt like they could talk about it. And that's the idea that all these people actually were proud of what they did and were happy and had fun. Like, if you look at you, McGregor, like when he yeah. was younger, like he sort of like mocked the films and stuff. I was like, the whole the title was shit. <laughs> but now he's like, no, I had fun on that. Like, it was cool. I'm sure I'll have more fun with this as well. Like, it's going to be fun to do. Yeah, uh, he, had, he had one of the best, like, come to Jesus moments with it, with him, when he sort of has those quotes about, he's like, I didn't get it. And then I finally, like, talked to people who were kids then and they, like, explain how much they mean to them. And exactly. Like, so, yeah. And that's what I love about it the most. And, like, Liam Neeson and everything, like, Liam Neeson. And if you, I don't know if you follow Natalie Portman on Instagram, but. Her and Ahmed Best must have had a really great relationship because they're always like commenting and liking each other's posts and mm-hmm. they always say happy birthday to each other. It's the sweetest thing. And it just proves that all these people are like, oh yeah, they all they hate to be on set. It's like, that's not true. Like it clearly was a great time for them all. Um, and if you d- disagree with that, you can fuck off, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the show ethos right there. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, I've got to the point, I think, especially this year, where I'm like, if you don't like the sequels, if you don't like the prequels, you don't like the originals, whatever, I just don't care anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, just don't drag other people down because of it. Pretty much. If you don't like it, f- fine. And that's what I, I, if you follow Hello Greedo, who's really awesome, he used to be more of the, like, OT purist in terms of, like, I don't really understand the prequels and, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of them. But he did this like Clone Wars watch recently, and the way he's like reapproached the whole prequels and stuff is actually really nice to see. And mm-hmm. while he admits like it's not obviously same his cup of tea as much as the OT and stuff, and some of the sequel trilogy films, he he doesn't do the like the classic these films just plain up suck sort of thing, mm-hmm. which I actually really appreciate. I like the I, the nuance in the conversation, and I just can't be dealing with the whole. This is bad because it just is, which you see a lot on film Twitter, and it's like, do you have fun? <laughs> do you have any fun? Like, do you have to be that miserable git who like, well, actually, the uh, even though there were more miniatures in the Phantom Menace, technically they were too small. Like, shut the fuck up. Because of shit. No, yeah, it's like when you always see those people. It's like, what if you just took a break and did something you enjoyed for a second? Yeah, yeah. It's like, like those movies you fell in love with as a child, you fell in love with them as a child. They're space wizard movies. They're weird. You can't take it too seriously. At that point, you just suck the fun out of it. You just got to look at it. You know, just don't take it too seriously. It's space wizard movie. Just go with it, homie. And you don't have to like it. Not everything's meant for you. But you'll always have the movies you fell in love with as a kid. It's plain and, you and can simple. Def- you can defend those movies in the utmost detail and the amount of, you know, whatever. But you just have to be honest as well. Like, I'm doing this podcast series on my personal Patreon, which I recommend that you uh, subscribe to, with Alden uh, about the Batman series. And we're going to be delving into Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which I maintain are really great films still, despite the obvious, you know, ridiculous stuff of the nature. Like, I grew up with those films, so obviously I've got some sort of love for them. And I'll have the defense. But at the same time, I know that Batman and Robin isn't Oscar worthy. <laughs> it's not, you know, fine art. trying to be, I'm sure. 
Absolutely. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not going to actively say to someone, well, actually, because you don't like this film, well, this is the reasons you should. It's like, it's just my opinion. And I just, I'm just so sick and tired of this whole... Uh, I think, to sum it up, actually, Liam Neeson <laughs> does a really good job of it, which is that I got to be a Jedi, got to play with these wonderful toys and lightsabers and stuff. Like, that is it. That is That's what Star Wars is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, got to gamble on a kid's life. <laughs> <laughs> got to bang, what's her name? Actually, it wasn't in the film, wasn't it? We cut that out. We cut that shit out. <laughs> she, had, she had those wonderful lightsabers and stuff. <laughs> that is in the... Actually, it's funny you say that. I don't know if you've ever delved into the making of episode one or any of the making of prequel the prequel books. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson in the making of The Phantom Menace actually does admit that he and Shmi, he and Shmi, Miss Lovely Pernilla August, that they had discussed that there was some sexual tension between the two of them, like that they're characters, that they were like, they're both a little bit attracted to each other, and um, which I found but interesting. Yeah. Canon. <laughs> Canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's in it. Look it up. <laughs> So, interesting. Wink, wink. Like, uh, I consider actor motivation canon. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, I think Klee Glass is a poor man's Qui-Gon <laughs> <laughs> She was always looking for the thing that she wanted from Qui-Gon, but ultimately settled for <laughs> checks notes. Klee Glass. <laughs> Face it, son. Your mother's dead. Every night we used to make love and she used to scream Qui-Gon. I think it's some sort of slave word for you're great at sex. She wanted to like, throw my hair out. I think it's like, okay, uh, I gotta go find my mom. <laughs> oh, God. Shmi probably would have lived if Qui-Gon found her. She kept calling it midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> she said at a low level. What does that mean? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, swallows the midichlorians. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> you, you can take that out, Ben. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. That's, that's the artwork. <laughs> you banned. Our uh, fans only streams on DeviantArt. <laughs> I have to Google print the August come out. <laughs> oh. That's the episode title. <laughs> Jesus. We cut it all out, but we just keep that line in in the title. <laughs> Out of context. God. Uh, no. Um, the first trailer for The Mandalorian Season 2 finally came out this week. Woo woo! That was, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Very tasty. What do we Yum. think? Are we happy? Om nom. And then um, I'm pretty sure, Claire, did you write the notes for this episode, right? I did. So you put the the quote, jump to read it. I mean, if you feel like it. Show me the one whose safety deems such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? Nikki, 
Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> great, got this. You must determine the songs of Eon's past tell battles between. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the songs of Eon's past tell battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. Yeah! Holy hype, um, Batman. Before we finish it off, you have to do that line as well, obviously. Who, me? Yeah, yes. What one? This is the way? Yes. Smooth. This is the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> okay, you do it. Now you do it, Nikki. This is the way. There we go. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Oh, as Din. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Some good Din Din action. Din 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 Din. Over here, we call Din Din. It's like, a, <laughs> like dinner. Mm-hmm. It's time for Din Din. <laughs> is that what he says when he has dinner? <laughs> that's what he's. That's what I say when I sit down to a new episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, he, that's what he says when he goes back to O'Mara. <laughs> oh, baby. He re- when he removes his helmet, if you know what I mean. Um. <laughs> Ew. Those Ew. birds will not be whispering when he gets his helmet out. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Anyway, yeah. Exciting. Trailer. Cool stuff. First uh, first glimpse of Sasha Banks as Sabine confirmed. Confirmation. Confirmation that Claire doesn't see race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All the discourse on here. Who? I just no. It's one of those things. that's like I, I can't help. Against all better judgment, <laughs> I'm still surprised. <laughs> Logging on to Twitter. Finding out there's a Mandalorian trailer that's fucking awesome. And then the the main thing is people are fighting about who Sasha Banks is playing. Yep. It's like, oh, come on. Correlation does not equal causation <sighs> and speculation does not equal confirmation. Wait till the show comes out. She's probably not Sabine because of her apparent lack of being Asian. Not all brown people are the same. <laughs> But <laughs> her apparent <laughs> lack of being Asian. <laughs> so, Sasha, Sorry. you have a apparent lack of being Asian. <laughs> it's true. through this process. <laughs> it's true. Do, do you detect any lies in that sentence or what? I'm, I'm oh, I don't. You will moderate a panel of <laughs> actors <laughs> and you will ask the questions that we <laughs> want as fans. Thank you. So, Scarjo. <laughs> I noticed your lack of leaves. <laughs> but, uh, oh, do you guys? Uh, <laughs> do you guys have any speculation as to who you think Sasha Banks might actually be playing? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah i I got no uh, horse the, in this race. The one thing that I think could be possible, just because of where her beautiful gorgeous robed appearance shows up in the trailer is when they're talking about um the sorcerer is called jedi mm-hmm. yeah 
And the second that they talk about Jedi, she shows up and you're like, hey, little Jedi or follower of the force, guardian of the wills or some sort of, you know, force worshiper. I would think I would love to see a new badass because we know she's going to be badass because she's Sasha freaking Banks and she'll kick your butt and do cool flip your flip you and shit. Yay, wrestling. Um, you know, yeah, I think uh, I think there's some some that would be pretty cool. I want a new badass Lady Jedi or Force worshippers of some sort. Mm-hmm. I will say that I think the that episode that she's in, which is clearly the fishing episode with the Quarrens and the Mon Cow, mm-hmm. is the episode directed by Dave Filoni. Because mm. we know he did, we did, we know he did one episode, and I think if that is the episode where Ahsoka turns up, which seems the most likeliest, it would be probably Dave Filoni doing it. Also, speaking of fishing, on his um, I, man, I can never remember what the hell those things. The are slate, called. right? Yeah, that slate. He had the koi fish on him. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is cool, and also. A pretty rad avatar reference, for sure. And that's one. Another again, that's another big reason why. Obviously, I think the fishing episode is the one where he's in. Therefore, I think that's the one where Ahsoka will, will most likely appear, especially when they mention Jedi and Sasha Banks' character appears. One theory that I haven't really seen talked about, which I think would be really cool, is obviously there's a bit of a time gap between. Season two of Rebels, where Ahsoka returns from the War Between Worlds, and the end of Rebels, which is an undescribed amount of time after Episode six, mm-hmm. but that's like what five plus years potentially. What if Sasha Banks is Ahsoka's apprentice? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Well, like well, you cool. can't just throw <laughs> things out there like that. That would make my heart filled with joy and hope for the Jedi. I like maybe that's you know maybe a psycho met up with like people like Cal and stuff, and mm-hmm. they trained a few people, and um, like maybe the apprenticeship time is like different to where it used to be, and she's trained and. Ahsoka's like, well, <laughs> you're you're good now. I'm gonna go off with Sabine and find this kid. Um, that could Honestly, be I trust Ahsoka to rebuild the Jedi Order far more than Luke Skywalker's man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, <laughs> I <got this>, guys. <laughs> I, I, I well, we saw how head. his turned out. <laughs> but I like the, the idea of murder of children. <laughs> Skywalker like specialty. <laughs> but I also like the idea of like Anakin Skywalker's legacy continuing off in different ways. And not only is it continuing Absolutely. in terms of Luke and the bloodline, but actually the more important aspects of his training are being continued via Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Who firsthand experienced the flaws of the Jedi and said, Nabish, and left. Pretty cool. That could be a good species name. Nabish. 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 <laughs> That's That's like species, Nabish. If I were a Star Wars game. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely be a Nabish. <laughs> I think their head's so big. <laughs> uh, the other theory I saw was that maybe, like, because the, the cloak was black, maybe um, 
she's like part of the evil cult from Exegol, which would be pretty cool. But Ooh. my opinion, my, one of my Gideon's opinion, inquisitors could be. I still think that personally, like she is just there on behalf of Ahsoka to to like be checking out Matt the Mando and being like, is this someone who we can trust? Because he's obviously looking for a Jedi. So is he yeah. of a you know? Is he out to kill them? Because he's obviously a bounty hunter. Or is there is, is there a reason she can trust him? Mm-hmm. So that's Speaking, my opinion. While we're on the the scene of the Moncal and Corin, um, <laughs> someone with great eyes noticed there was a uh, a Corin with a fisherman cap on. Cutie, <laughs> I love uh, him. They know, they know what the fans want. <laughs> we, we want headwear. I, I Give me a fish man in a hat. That's what I want. <laughs> I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that season one of The Mandalorian was hinting at this season with the Mon Calamari flan? Are we going to see a lot of flan this season? Hmm. Ooh. That'd be interesting. I got a nice bit of fish. Do you want some? F- that'd be twenty flan. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of that the robot chicken of the Admiral Akbar cereal. Tongue will repel flavor of the lactic Imitation crab meat. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's all I want now. That's all I want. It's like this, just... these characters famous for being, you know. Well, it's like it's sort of like the way Clone Wars took, like Clone Wars took Watto, who is a despicable piece of crap, basically, <laughs> <laughs> and then took the Toydarians and made them this like noble race with like a king and like a, a nice council and stuff. And it'd be funny if they did the reverse here and they took these characters who are known as like great rebellion generals and admirals and whatnot and then turned them turned that on its head and just made a bunch of like people trying to like scam you with cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna know who the the Mon Cal equivalent of Captain Birdseye is. <laughs> <laughs> and what's he serving? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> we fish fingers. <laughs> it's me cousin. It's the perfect opportunity to get Clancy Brown back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me party formula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were there any other cool things we liked about the trailer? Obviously, we saw the sexy. Uh, Sexy Gamorians. Sexy oh, yeah. Gamorians. Gamorian boxing ring, wrestling ring, whatever's going on in there. I want to see it. Tell you what, that Gamorian God made me Gamorian. You know what? <laughs> what? And um, hard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, David Cameron. Um, <laughs> what's I like blue people. Guy? The the Abyssin. <laughs> The Abyssin guy as well. 
with the the one eye. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the one eye daddy. We get dialogue with him too. Mm-hmm. He's got oh. a name actually with the uh, the captions. Yeah, one eye daddy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, are we saying that's John Favreau? Because it sounded a lot like John Favreau. I, oh, I don't know. I didn't listen enough to to think I about didn't it. Either. He I'll reminds me of one of the the monsters, one of the titans that Hercules has to fight in the animated Hercules movie. Oh, yeah. the Cyclops. That's what I yeah. That's what I think of every time I see it. <laughs> he reminds me of James Marsden. Gracious <laughs> 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 me. That was pretty rad. Also, seeing the Tuscan Raiders is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, Again. that's fine. The Bamfa baby. Big booty Bamfa. Luscious lips that Lick I can't even lips. stop thinking about now. Oh, You're right. God. You're welcome. Oh, oh. You, oh I got to go mention the, uh, the X-Wings. Mm. Ooh, flying alongside the Razor Crest. What's going on, friend? I'm really intrigued on that because it's like, it's like, yeah, is it? Are they working together, or is that a uh, pullover about to happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would like to think that maybe Ahsoka and Sabine are piloting those, and we're because I feel like the the next shots are, you know, the speeder bike chases with the biker scout Imperials. So I feel mm. like I feel like. Odds are good that we're teaming up with the remnants of the rebels. We already were teamed up with ex rebel shock trooper mm-hmm. who didn't want to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. So, I when, when you pause the X Wing shot, one first of all, the reason why I love the Mandalorian is because they have these like silly little nods that just make me go crazy. Which is that they use the X Wing sound from A New Hope, you know, like sort of like engine noise sound effect mm-hmm. and that just made me hard um the look of them like they're sort of weathered a bit beaten mm-hmm. up it's pretty cool free if you pause it it, it kind of looks like r2d2's in there now with retrospect i've looked at it a bit more and it looks maybe like a tiny bit more green than r2 i, I don't know if that's green, yeah yeah i don't know if that's me getting my hopes up. i thought it could have been kind of funny if she's like he's like looking for the Jedi and this like New Republic dude is like really pissing Din off. He's like, fuck that dude. And it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, leave me alone. He's like, I want to like, know okay. everything about the Jedi. R2D2 starts wiggle beep booping over there. I don't speak droid. Like, I don't like droids. <laughs> like, I literally have the database of everything that's ever happened to the Jedi <laughs> in the last, <laughs> the last like 80 years. He's like, this blonde oh. kid's really annoying me. He's trying to sell me a tree. <laughs> trying to sell me a tree. <laughs> I also, I my, my biggest theory is that in the trailer, there's a few shots that seem separate, but I think are the same shot, which is the Mando ship from the beginning crashing. Mm-hmm. I believe it's crashing into the ice planet, mm-hmm. which Ooh. I think is Ilum. Because my theory is, do you remember in the first season when Baby Yoda was like aware of things going on, so he tried to get out of it? He took over the ship in the fin- mm. in the finale. I think I think it'd be really cool if Baby Yoda can sense Ilum and the Force like calling out to him, and so he decides to take over the ship and fly towards the planet. And hence the crash. <laughs> yeah, 
I guess it's a struggle as opposed to just like a terrible ship. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As opposed to just a terrible ship. Because I got pure Superman vibes from that shot when they're on uh, the ice planet. Mm. And the son becomes the father and the father the son. I was like, (laughs) it's so beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, that shot where he like, they're on the snow and he like kneels next to him and the the razor crest is fucked up. It was funny on Steel Show. <laughs> this guy kept, uh, I can't remember the U channel, but I was really, really convinced and he kept posting after like every single post, like, it's not the Razor Crest, it's a different ship. We'll explain it why <laughs> in this video. Oh, yeah. And, and Steel was like, dude, I showed you video, like the first video. You got to calm down. So you keep posting the same thing. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the voice of the dude who I'm convinced is uh, John Favreau. Oh. oh, yeah, I can see it. That does sound like him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm convinced it's John Favreau having a sneaky appearance every season as a different character. I dig it. I also, I, I'd find it funny if his surname was... Uh, what's his name? Vizsla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every, every character's a distinct... <laughs> like a, a very dark, uh, distant cousin. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. They changed the captions. So he definitely used to have a name, and now in the caption it just says alien. <laughs> That's rude. It was like That's... gore. It was gore something. Um... You know <laughs> nerds have gore. subtitles on so we can have every single line of dialogue spelled out for us. You knew. So you made a big oopsie. Got to take that name back. We're going to run with it. I like the idea of George naming the character. He's like, what's it called? Um, Gore-Owl. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never guess this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. But yeah, uh, Claire, you've put BDE for... BDE. Din, Big, Danny and yeah. Big Daddy Energy. He does have Big Daddy Energy in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, like him... Bringing Baby Yoda to like a dangerous gunfight, probably not the best thing. But the gif of him retreating, pressing the little button and retreating into his little egg, his little pram, is mm-hmm. the most precious thing. Just as long as he's got the egg where he That's goes. That's a perfect trailer go. moment. It was amazing. Do you want me to turn that really sweet scene into something really sad? <sighs> Why? But yeah, do it. <laughs> at that time already. <laughs> it's Quill protecting Baby Yoda from the grave. Because he built the little machine. Dry heaving. Well, I'm going to go back to bed now. This has been fun. Give <laughs> your life face down. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> you're, you're both crying. I'm, I'm fine. This is fine. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> That was totally something I was emotionally prepared to handle, so thank you for that. Your nose is bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) You're very mad. I'm sorry. I'm over it. It's fine. It's whatever. I'll be okay. um... (laughs) Nikki's punching a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone through all the pillows in my house now. (laughs) Did you watch that interview with um, Jason Sudeikis on Conan? No. I recommend doing it. It's really good. They talk about um, 
him <laughs> hitting Baby Yoda. <laughs> and Sudeikis was like, I got the call. It was like one of the best calls in your lifetime. It's like, do you want to be in Star Wars? Absolutely, of course. Obviously. So I went to the set anyway. It was the most like mind-blowing moment of my life. I'm in the Stormtrooper outfit and I'm hanging out and I, I'm i doing all this stuff and my kids are there. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Anyway, and that was like months ago. And you, know, you think, oh, I just forget about it. Like, Even though it was an amazing experience and I'm looking forward to it. And anyway, month, and then like weeks by weeks, when the Mandalorian was coming out, I was like seeing all the responses to Baby Yoda. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And he goes, "And I forgot what happened." <laughs> so when the final <laughs> episode came out, oh, yeah. like, I forgot I hit him. <laughs> and he was like, "I should have expected the backlash." <laughs> like, I forgot. Public He's like, oh, enemy no. number one. <laughs> He's like, I was like, I saw my name trending on Twitter. It's like, oh no, what have I done? How have I been cancelled? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he also talked it was really sweet actually because he was talking about what he's doing in lockdown and I purposely looked in his because he's like his office whatever he had like a stormtrooper helmet he had like Lego sets all around the place Star Wars Lego uh, I think he had like a poster somewhere of like Star Wars and he was just explaining about how during lockdown he's been going back through the Star Wars movies in order so one to nine mm. and he's like really enjoying the prequels now more than he did like before with his kids because obviously he's seeing it through their eyes and also he's like wow he was really on point <laughs> with everything that's happened <laughs> in terms of politics and stuff mm-hmm. i recommend watching it it's really sweet actually i was like i like like we said earlier about liam neeson it's nice to see people like go back and revisit those films with new eyes and stuff mm-hmm. the prequels are good <laughs> <laughs> he took his eyes out and replaced them new eyes <laughs> exactly and they got it <laughs> um <laughs> i also really want to want to give a shout out to uh ben Hauer on twitter for dissecting that little bit of mando on the speeder bike mm-hmm. and finding something a tad bit interesting um <laughs> <laughs> what looks especially like boba fett's jetpack on the back of the speeder. Oh. Can I go can I go on the limb here? Yes. I'm saying this on you can you can call me out all you want, I don't care. Ben, I am a hundred percent certain you are right. Yeah. One hundred percent. That is absolutely Boba Fett's jetpack. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. And it's on Tatooine also. Like Yes. It's all it all adds up. Um and the supposed helmet as well. Did you see that? Yeah, like there's sort of an outline to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you seen yeah, this? Yeah, no, it's, it's wild, man. He's <laughs> like, I'm watching now. <laughs> I'm looking for it on my phone, actually. I haven't seen this. Um, one, one minute and like 11 seconds is in the trailer. Is where, it's pretty um, fast to see, so I'm going to try yeah. and find Ben's tweet for you. And- yeah, yeah, send it my way. Yeah, but like the coloration is there, and you can sort of make out the the shape the white and the little, yeah, and the little uh, you know where the flame comes out of. You can kind of see um, those sticking out. Oh, it, man, how cool would it, that be? It's wild, man. Yeah. Also, Corey said yesterday that there was a um, an acting website link. I think it's called Tim Morrison mm-hmm. from I think it's from New Zealand, and it lists him as Boba Fett in the Mandalorian. Oh. 
season two. <laughs> are, oh. they, are they jumping the gun on that report? It was like Hollywood Reporter like came out with that, right? Uh, yeah, but I think this is from. I know the Hollywood Reporter came out with that, but I think this is an actual um, like agents listing. Oh, okay. Like an acting. I, I thought you said it was like a, a fan site or something. No, no, no. It was like an IMDb, but like you can't. It's just not, it's not editable by just every other person. I see. I, it's always I, I, it's always funny when people do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I forget what it was. Was it like French IMDb? Like put the casting out for some. I forget which nerd project it was, but they yeah they they do funny stuff like that sometimes. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what what exact uh, website it is, but I will try and find that later on for you guys. I do apologize if you're listening because you know, no terrible worries. for me. But I think it might actually be is it, is it agency maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's his agent. That's <laughs> is, awesome. Uh, RobertBruceAgency.com. Robert the Bruce. <laughs> nice to see you there, buddy. And it says good for uh, your age. <laughs> credits. Twenty twenty. Television. Boba Fett. The Mandalorian season two. Company Fairview Entertainment. Director Various. So that suggests <laughs> that there's different episodes that he might be in. Hot damn. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Major <laughs> oof. Who thought that was a good idea? I mean, we kind of already know. Let's be honest. No one's really shocked if he's going to be in it. Oh, goodness. But as who is the question, was the question. That's kind of an answered. I mean, we kind of knew that he's both. But he's not listed as Rex. That was the other one. That's true. They're going to get D. Bradley Baker to play him. <laughs> 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 I just, like idea, I just like the idea of Boba I like the idea of Boba and Rex being in the same scene <laughs> and it's just it's just the Spider-Man meme I would just point, point at each other, each other. Mm-hmm. Claire I'm going to send it in the uh, the group chat and please do <laughs> yeah that uh, Boba armor is going to be Interesting. Or the jetpack, at least. It definitely is. It's definitely it. Because it's got the mm-hmm. bubbles. The little white yeah. bubbles where the flame comes out. That's, that's what. Yeah, you just you look at me. it for like 10 seconds. And I think, yeah, like in Ben's tweet, I think he had the the jetpack prop like next to it. And it's just like, yep, that's, uh, that's there. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that has to be. Right. Oh, he also that, says it oh. might be flipped. The scene might be flipped, which is why the, the lightsaber mark is a no, not lightsaber mark. Oh, the okay. thing is the other way around. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, color me intrigued. Yeah, sign me on up, that's kids. Gonna be super cool, especially if um. If the Cobb Vanth sort of rumor speculation is also true, <laughs> he's like oh, so cool. wearing. He's like Boba's like you're wearing my armor. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. Pieces of it. It's pretty, pretty dope. 
yeah, I was talking on um, Auden's show about how awesome, like, where I expect the show to go. And I'd love it if the Mandalorian did, like, a redemption arc for Boba Fett. And, the, like, mm-hmm. to deal with the idea that he is, like, a Mandalorian, but he has been told his whole life that he isn't. And it's the mm-hmm. same way kind of for Din. Like, he's not from Mandalore, but he actually is a Mandalorian. And at the end, maybe there's, like, a whole, like, the way the where I want to see the show go is, like, we get to, like, the Procedure of Mandalore 2, where we get to actually go into Mandalore and have, like, a big army invasion. And, like, Din is, like, on the side and taking back Mandalore for good. And you got Bo-Katan, Din, Fen'Rao, because I'm feeling cheeky, uh, Sabine, Ahsoka, and then Boba Fett turns up. And I like the well, idea of him, like, the thing that turns him is that he sees, this is what I told Alden, and it blew his mind, okay, you ready? Baby Yoda picking up the helmet of Din, like Boba did with Jango's helmet. No! Not he's not, he's not dead, but he like oh he. My he's, God. I was like, yeah, Mace comes back. Yeah. He's like, you tried to bomb me. <laughs> no, oh I'm saying God, just like from a visual point of view, like he sees him pick up the helmet and then just like flashbacks. He's like, okay, I understand what this means now, family and stuff. That'd be cool. <sighs> that would be really cool. Now see... that my heart attack is subsiding <laughs> i just really <laughs> want to see a mandalorian take their helmet off in front of din i said I, the other thing i said to Alden as well which I, I again you should listen to the episode because it's really fun is i want it to be like a uh, toy story <laughs> <It's> like <gasps> no <laughs> Bo, bo's like you are a human <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Alden was the one who suggested maybe like that scene could have uh, Cobb Vamp as like the Woody character because he's a sheriff. Oh man, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. You're not a real Mandalorian, you're an action figure. <laughs> oh gracious. <laughs> and then you just see Cobb Vamp go, I'm Sheriff Bubba. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Um, oh, but yeah, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Think so? Well, we've got that. If there's any other little nuggets in the trailer, but I think that's about it. Dear, oh, dearie me. Yeah, if you got anything else to add, feel free. No, yeah, I think um, it's just it's just exciting. It was a, it was a good trailer because it, it's very. It very much show, shows you just enough of what we need without being like, whoa, this is where we're going. Yeah, it tells you nothing, but gets you excited, which is my favorite. Yes. Yep. And it's like, yeah, not, not that far away, once again. Yeah, how long was that again? October 30th, so what would it be? A uh, little over a month. Six weeks? Six, six weeks, yeah. Not bad. Not so bad. Yay, Star Wars. Hooray! Um, has anything made us moist this week? I know that Claire is desperate to bring this back. Um, My allergies. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, honestly, I have not participated in too much of the Star Wars lately. Um. Other than I have 
two new really awesome Star Wars masks, which I've been wearing around, which is the way. And they're both uh, glorifying the original six movies. Like on one half, it's original trilogy. On the other half, it's prequel trilogy. And it's like Anakin meeting in the middle. Pretty rad. Good. Pretty rad. There's no, there's no other films. No other films. No, definitely not. Oh, Just you know kidding. what? I'll tell you what made me moist since it's it ties in with everything. Um, was it last night or the night before? Mandalorian won, won a bunch of uh, Creative Arts Ooh! Emmys. They won five. Cinco. <laughs> yeah, um, buddy. And yeah, it it was all the like the more like technical stuff is what I think the Emmys like the show the Emmys is um Sunday night. But uh yeah, it won like visual effects and sound editing and cinematography and um like production design and I think the thing I also really enjoyed about it was it was like spread out amongst episodes. I think like uh, the child episode, the Mandalorian, uh, like chapter one, chapter two, uh, the reckoning seven. Like, so like, it wasn't just like, Oh, there was only one outstanding episode of the show. Like the awards went to different ones. So that was, that was really exciting to see. And super congratulations to the uh, crew and um, everybody for making us moist with those awards. It was nice to see Matt Wood win. Deserved. It was nice to see Matt Wood actually win as opposed to just being nominated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good for him. It's another fine addition to his collection, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? Eh, catch him next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got another one, actually. Yeah. I find, as of this week, I finally caught Jacob to where, to like the important story beats in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. um, to watch the final season. So we've watched The Bad Batch mm-hmm. and uh, pretty pretty psyched and we have not started Siege of Mandalore yet. Um, but but that's happening very very soon. So I'll, I'll be sure to update it. you all. Oh yeah maybe, maybe we can do that. That requires me to like put on makeup and, and like shower and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but but we that's just, like... We get views for it though. <laughs> <laughs> do it for the views let's be Ugh. honest it's, everyone's here for the arm candy I mean that's true that's my favorite I mean Everyone I get loves it Jake. I mean he's a cutie I think so but no offense I mean you don't have to, have to be in the video to be honest <laughs> you don't want to wear makeup that's just fair. have Dooku and just Jake just cut it out <laughs> just Dooku and Jake <laughs> I love we'll it put Gina Carano in it <laughs> We'll get whoever uh, edited that off the scene (laughs) with Photoshop, which is great as well. Oh, gracious me. Someone just Photoshopped the the, the whole scene from the Mando trailer and then just made it just grief cargo. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time. May the force be with you. See ya. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you, everyone. Have a lovely weekend. You too. Hey out there in listener land, thank you for listening. If you want to hear or see more from the Senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com, where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server, 
Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email into Imperial Senate Podcast at gmail.com and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again and may the force be with you. The Council permanent. The last remnants of the Old Republic have been